0: Block Talk Radio. Back to a better world, this is your host, Mitchell J. Raven. I'm very glad you're joining us again today. One of these days, I will get those buttons correct, so we start with Mozart, but we do not continue with Mozart throughout the entire show. But we will end on him, so stay tuned for that, although it's sort of like an Oreo cookie. I'll be in between sandwich between the chocolate cookie parts. So, I guess you could call me the white cream. I am glad you are all joining me again today on A Better World Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Always glad to be here. As those of you who listen with any regularity know, I am on Progressive Radio Network every Monday at 6 p.m., Eastern Daylight Time, that is, and I'd love for you to join us listening there, too, at www.abetterworld.tv can be the entry point to listening. www.abetterworld.tv, where that is our home base on the web, where you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, And for that, we have every week to thank Phyllis and Randy Fryer, our wonderful interns located down in Florida, who work with us here in New York, and David Katzmeyer, who is in the Philadelphia area. So we have transcended space. And as we see, everywhere can be considered a better world. And it is. We really are very grateful to all of them for the contributions they make weekly to help a better world keep going, to help with getting the newsletter which is a work, get out every week on a timely basis and I'm inviting you all to get on it, listen in, we have our Facebook um, access, our Twitter access, come follow and Twitter along with us As we seek to create a better world for one and all, you know, it's either for everyone or for nobody. I mean, who wants to just have a small group of people better or at greater sense of peace or well-being or wealth for that matter and happiness if it's not for all people? there's something just inherently inequitable about that so our job is really to reach out to everybody now not everybody wants to be reached out to and i'm aware of that there is free choice in this world in this universe on the material plane on earth so i respect that but for those who are interested in our values which are humane We take the Earth as a sacred living being into our larger understanding of relationship. And we emphasize this idea, you could say, of sacred stewardship toward each other and toward our planet and, in general, really, our universe. I don't know how much the distant stars really need our attention. I could be wrong. Uh, we tend to pay more attention to life here on planet Earth and to the Earth herself uh, and all of her creatures. It's just, what do I say, more local. It's a little easier to manage, and it's not easy to manage at all. So let's say we have our hands and feet full with just doing this in our small, little, unique. I hope corner of the universe. When I say unique, I hope everyone else is doing a lot better than we are here. I hope that the higher levels of intelligence, of heart and mind, are operating at a different frequency than is typically going on on Earth, because this has very much become a war planet. Now, what's interesting is it doesn't have to stay that way. I don't think it was actually destined to be this way, But through hook and by crook, by one fatal blow and another, through misinterpretation and miscommunication of the true nature of life and reality we have come up with this bizarre distorted sense of reality which is brawn over brain and might and sword over intellect. And it would be better to have our intellects as the sword than the sword governing the intellect. So we do what we can. We find humor in whatever little private corners it might be available. So we might be able to bring our planet back to a sense of congruence and harmony. Because that, my friends, we sorely lack as a group, as a species, as a series of species of many thousands populating this dear and beautiful planet. So at least, at least we have beauty everywhere. Beauty is central to our experience on this planet. And for those of us who are, shall I say, more sensitive, more attuned, that Beauty inspires us to be in love to be in love with life itself, to be in love with each other and the process we're all engaged in sad as it is, angry as we can get, indignant as we may be at times, as we review, peruse, and scout the planets many and sundry different expressions, and unfortunately what we see is that the power elite, those people, self-selected by the way, who are running the show behind the scenes, for the most part, are calling plays into effect that are to what they think is their benefit not, and to our detriment. We are conceived of as consumers and slaves, and they are the masters and the providers. And it's a very odd type of relationship, because fundamentally it's not true. But if we accept this for a moment, of course we all consume And we are all masters of our own fate and our own ship It may not seem that way often And sometimes it's very often that it doesn't seem that way But in reality, there's a lot of truth to be said About that idea So if we could practice a sense of equity A sense of harmony and balance as we proceed in a given day On our personal levels the micro level you could say, what will occur then on the macro level, the outer level, the outer ecology as I like to call it, will be harmonized and as beautiful as the planet we have been given. This is Bill J. Raven for A Better World and today I do not have a guest except if I want to think of myself as host and guest because in some ways I feel like I'm just Soliloquizing with myself. (laughs) Is that so? I don't believe. So, for those of you who are listening, I would invite you to even call in because I do have a few points I want to make beyond what I've already made. But first, let me give the number. So, if anyone is interested in tuning in, you are so welcome to do so 602 753 1860. 602-753-1860 and anyone may call Uh, I do speak on this show more about politics, conscious politics responsible, the new policy and uh, socially conscious business and investing socially responsible business Uh, we're creating a new economy, economy is the basis of society if our economy isn't flowing, everything gets stopped up, sort of like socially constipated and it has to be let go of and a new kind of octave needs to be hit and indeed with the level of oppression of people, the kind of slavery that actually continues across our planet in the United States because our laws are so antiquated. Dealing with economics is central to our current contemporary 2012 existence. Now, there have been points in time where the arts and the crafts and the music and the poetry and the dance were actually prominent in society not economy or the, the harvesting of food, the growing, the seeding, and all of that was prevalent and prominent and predominant but today everything has been you could say lowered to its most base common denominator which is for a given nation state the economy And the economy is unfortunately controlled by a very, very few number of people. And they are squeezing the life force out of the rest of us. It ain't pretty. And we're somewhat subject to it, but not completely subject to it. So the reality is there are many choices around us. Uh, Not easy ones, by the way. Actually, quite difficult ones in general. But they are there. And you are all welcome to give some thought to it Or what you think they are So I'll give the number again That's 602-753-1860 602-753-1860 Now on this show as I mentioned dear friends I also speak about the new politics you could call it evolutionary politics or enlightened politics. and We have a far way to go from where we currently stand here. A far way to go. And in respect to that, this past Monday evening on my other show on Progressive Radio Network at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time I had a round table that I convened an evolutionary enlightened politics roundtable. And for this, I convened a really wonderful group of colleagues and professionals, namely Congressman Dennis Kucinich, Ralph Nader, founder of Nader's Raiders, uh, and over a dozen different nonprofit organizations, has penned many a book. And is known as the people and consumer advocate of our country He's almost forged the archetype of that role I also had on Justice Party presidential candidate Rocky Anderson Who we've had on these airwaves several times And on the PRN airwaves on A Better World There In fact, I did two full hour shows with him On PRN that can be listened to at www.abetterworld.tv and on that very same website on the lower left hand corner is video of some of Rocky's speeches and interviews so if you would like to meet the man directly you can do so at abetterworld.tv both in the radio archive and as I said, video right on the homepage become acquainted get to know him he is, as we say in Chinese, a real mensch. And for those of you who know Mandarin, know that I'm kidding. For those of you who know Yiddish, know that I'm kidding. For those of you who speak English, figure it out. I'm playing. So, yes. I mean Rocky is a man with an aligned heart, mind, and soul. He cares deeply about the rule of law cares deeply about equity and humanity. He cares deeply about our precious planet. And as two-term mayor of Salt Lake City, the 125th largest city in the United States, Rocky demonstrated his humanity and his environmentalism over the course of those eight years. So, I would really recommend that you follow up on my website as well as at his website, www.voterocky.org, and the Justice Party website, www.justicepartyusa.org, Justice USA. Now, my my last guest on the roundtable was Barbara Marks Humbert known as a social philosopher and a futurist and you could say an evolutionary an evolutionist, yes indeed, an evolutionist, but very different than the footprints of Darwin. She, as many others of us, believe that we are at a very specific, important juncture in the end of a cycle one. Sort of like what happens with the caterpillar, t- as many have cited the work of evolutionary biologist uh, Elizabeth Katsuras, who very gracefully and articulate, uh, articulates the uh, moment of shift of transformation, far beyond transition, from when the caterpillar consciousness, which couldn't conceive of flying from flower to flower, and seeing the world from above, from an entirely different vantage point once when a caterpillar becomes metamorphoses into this utterly, completely different being. And many believe that that is exactly what is going on with humanity as we speak. 2012 has always been considered a pivotal year for a number of interesting reasons. And it is pivotal because we think it's pivotal. And that's good enough. Is there some stellar alignments that suggest? Well, it actually suggests a lot of struggle and challenge. That's what the configurations really suggest. But nonetheless, out of squares, out of certain conjunctions come the most magnificent expressions of humanity and life itself. So we don't ever get locked in necessarily to a downward spiral. Uh Uh-uh. We're always a choice to take what might be considered challenging configurations in them, see the good, see the butterfly effect if you will and rise upward to the occasion this is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World on Blog Talk Radio, we love talking about things that make a difference, we're here to change our world, we love to help promote healthy and happy relationships, after all I'm a psychotherapist that's my business happy and healthy relationships. And when people are suffering, well, they come to me too. In fact, that's when they usually come. So please know I am available and I can be reached directly through the website www.abetterworld.tv. There is a contact us which comes to my assistance uh, email address and I always see what comes in there. And through my my own direct phone number, which is 212-420-0800 if anyone is in need of a consultation. You're getting a taste of the way I think and you could say the expansiveness of this horizon, the breadth of it and hopefully even the depth of it. And indeed, this is the way I work with people and help to uplift them, educate them and inspire them to live a great life, to get in touch with their genius, to let go of suffering to molt, to leave the caterpillar consciousness into the butterfly, that's the game my friends, that's where we want to go, that's where we are going and either we're going to be dragged or we're going to lead the pack, let's lead, why not that's what a better world is all about leading us into a future that is full of harmony, that is full of love, that is full of joy, that's full of the expression of our fundamental divine humanity. Is that so hard? Is it so hard to lay down the guns, to put down the sword, and talk to each other? Tell me, what is so hard? It's actually unnatural to fight It is, as actually Dennis Kucinich made a point on an interview I heard him on this morning. It is normal but not natural to be violent. It's a learned behavior, is what he said. It's a learned behavior. So if we learn that behavior, there are other behaviors we can also learn. We can learn to talk. We can learn to listen. We can learn to negotiate. That's what. We can learn to discuss we can learn to debate. An ancient art found in Tibet, among the Jews, among the Greeks, everybody learned the art of debate in the ancient world. It was so important. It honed the mind. It sharpened the brain. It awakened the memory. It requires listening. So, I'm going to hone in right now after I give the phone number one more and that's 602 753 1860. 602 753 1860. I actually went into the field of psychology many, many moons ago, I mean, literally uh, over 30 years ago, because I was so depressed by what as a teenager I saw was going on with adults trying to sort out their affairs through blowing each other's brains out. What? Yeah. It's called war. It's called then the Vietnam War on the heels of what was the Korean War which was on the heels of World War II which was supposed to be the last war. No, I'm wrong. World War I was supposed to be the last war. It was called the Great War. I don't know how anybody could call a war great especially when it's really about banking interests and power, but <laughs> let others make that decision. I won't buy into it. Or a civil war I think it's George Carlin, among others, who blew the whistle on that one and said, just what is civil about any war? Can't find anything. I bet we should really come up with another name for wars that happen within its own state, within its own nation-state. (laughs) How about an intra-war instead of an inter-war? interplanetary conflict. I don't know. But I was so dismayed and chagrined and saddened and angered by what I saw as a young lad of 13 and 14 years old in what was happening in our world. Well, I felt at first that I ought to become a politician so I could change the laws. And and make war illegal, certainly unethical. Now make it illegal, so it can't even be waged. And after a couple of years, I began to see the legislation itself wasn't the problem. It was the effect of a problem. It was the symptom of a problem. The symptom had its consequences. But the cause of the problem was much more having a mindset and an emotional life that was that of a toddler or an infant. There was an emotional arrest that took place early in life, which allowed the physical body to grow up, but it didn't allow the emotional body to. As a result, we have a lot of older people walking around in emotionally infantile bodies. Emotionally young, unadvanced, immature, never ripened bodies. So we have a few different bodies. We've got a physical body of course. We've got an emotional body. And we've got an intellectual body, you could call it. Garments, as it were. And the physical body, we all know, ages. And to a greater or lesser extent based on subtle choices that we make where we live, what we think, how we perceive, what we eat, what we drink, how much we rest, how much we don't, all of the above. So if we become older physically, but not older emotionally, we is gonna be and we are. So I said to myself, I am dedicating myself to the upgrade of the software of the emotional body to help men become men and women women. To really stand up and become our fuller selves and realize our human potential, not just as intellects, not just as strong brawn, but as emotional beings, which brings us close to the heart of the matter, our spiritual nature. Aha. And if we do not mature emotionally, we don't stand a chance of putting down our guns or our swords. We will always rely on the brawn to bring us through to settle conflict. Well, things have gotten more complicated. Of course because there's so much money in conflict I mean so much Our entire federal budget Is virtually dedicated to a killing machine That we call our military And that we think we need to protect us But it's killing us It's not protecting us And we need to turn that corner as a humanity And all recognize this basic truth together. And to help us realize this, I do want to introduce you all again to the idea of running a body politic with common sense uh, and and that's what brings to mind Rocky Anderson, who I had the pleasure of meeting back in December and I've been an advocate of his uh, ever since. So on that note, I would direct you all to the Justice Party website, justicepartyusa.org, and Rocky's site voterocky.org, and Mitchell Rabin's site, www.abetterworld.tv where you will find much about Rocky to, no, several radio shows, some here on Blog Talk Radio, and the others on my PRN show. And I really urge you to age, because if we want to have peace in the home, we also want to have peace in our government and peace in our planet. They're all completely related. That's why I call myself a holistic psychotherapist. You cannot remove one completely from the context of the other. They are all interrelated. So we are all interrelated. I'm so glad that you are listening and sharing your uh, your good attention with me here on Log Talk Radio on A Better World with Mitchell J. Rabin here every Wednesday at 6 p.m. And uh, no one called in today, but I do trust and hope that you've enjoyed the show anyway in the comfort of your own homes or offices. And please know, uh, we have a weekly newsletter and I would love for you to come and join us. We also have different products on our website, including a portable handheld uh, water filter, which could help to end drinking poor water, as well as clean up our environment from plastic. Thanks again for joining us. Tune in for a little Mozart, and we'll continue on next week.